When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. From the Knapsack File Studios in Studio City, California, this is Spotlight Star Wars Episode 21, titled Kylo Ren Coffee. Because that is the era we live in. Forced Friday was last weekend, and I did not participate in that, as I told you. But I did end up going to get some Star Wars toys, as I knew I would. I just don't participate in forced retail events. Nothing that keeps people away from their families having to work at midnight while you line up for toys. But I did uh, do it during normal business hours, and I picked up a few things. If you saw my return, my unexpected but wonderfully uh, enjoyable, those words, am I just making words up? It was a good time on my return to Jedi Alliance with Mark Donica, and we broke down uh, Force Friday and some of the toys, and I, uh, as you may have seen, uh, but now you're hearing, I was able to pick up the new Millennium Falcon, and uh, the uh, shuttle of Mr. Kylo Ren. Those are two very good sets. I'm looking at them now. Have not built them. Don't have the room to build them. Not yet, as I am buried in my Star Wars toys. But the sets look great. And um, it really came down to... I had that Millennium Falcon box of Legos uh, in my uh, grasp. And... I didn't want to buy it. I didn't want to spend the money, but I looked at that old Han Solo and that old Chewbacca, the minifigs, and I said to myself, I must own these, and I don't want to have to come back later on in life and try to get this at a higher price. So price to go at 150 bucks. We're walking out the store door uh, with that paid for. So that's what I did. And uh, the Kylo Ren shuttle Lego set is... Uh, this shuttle looks interesting. It looks like a TIE Fighter Lombada-class shuttle. It's, it's, it's interesting. I just got it because of the Kylo Ren figure. I love the designs of Kylo Ren. Um, because of that, I ended up getting a Kylo Ren coffee mug. I was. Uh, what had happened is I went to uh, a local Target here, over in Glendale, actually nearby me, and uh, popped in. I just wanted to see the carnage. I literally didn't have anything planned, anything on my list to buy. I just wanted to see the carnage that was Force Friday. What was left in the in the store? And surprisingly, there was a lot left. They probably had restocked some things, but um, the, they had a section that was just Star Wars, and I I went to that first, and there was not a lot left. There was some really bad Halloween costumes, uh, some notebooks, uh, coloring book, which I'll come back to. But there was a Kylo Ren coffee mug, 10 bucks, price to go. And it's pretty cheesy, but it's pretty cool, and I had to have it. And it's also the largest mug I've ever owned. 
You could drink. I, I fill it with water at work, and and it lasts me half the day. And I drink a lot. Like I'm one of those. Like I once had a waitress at a Chili's refuse my nineteenth Dr Pepper refill. Probably for my health, but I took it at the time, and she just was tired of refilling it. Um, this is probably also why I have health problems. Um, but I have that Kylo Ren coffee mug. It is awesome. And we are in this era. This is bigger. The toys, the merchandise, the tie-ins. This is bigger than anything I can remember as a Star Wars fan. And I can remember a lot. And I've lived a lot of it. Uh was one years uh, of age when the uh, first one came out. So I didn't get the uh, experience that one. Uh, and that was a big push. But uh, the Empire, Jedi pushes. Jedi, by the time Jedi came around, um, the toys, the tie-ins were, I think, at a new level. And, in fact, if you're collecting Star Wars figures now, the classic Kenners, uh, the easiest ones to find and the less valuable are all the ones that say Return of the Jedi on the card. Because by then, Kenner was like, hey, we're basically printing money. Look how much everyone loves these Star Wars toys. We had the uh, fiasco in 76 of the early bird special where we didn't have enough figures. Uh, Empire comes and it's still going. This is a franchise that's going to stay. We got Jedi. We got cute little Ewoks. Uh, not named in the film, by the way. Uh, we got cute little Ewoks. We got creatures. We got new Luke outfits. We got Han. We got Combat, Poncho, Leia. Let's make a ton of these figures. And they flooded the market, which is why uh, you had uh, a lot left over in the rush of 83. And you can still find them now. It is more rare to find the ones of, uh, that just say Star Wars or even Empire. Uh, and the power of the force figures that came in 84, 85, where you could start getting the coins with them. That was a big push. I mean, Star Wars at that point was big. And then over the years, again, it faded away, late 80s, early 90s, there the Empire comes back, Star Wars coming back, the comics expanded universe, all that kind of stuff. And then it was the re-release of the figures in the mid-90s, not the re-release, but like the, hey, new Star Wars figures. New, and that was big. That was a big time. And then the re-release of the movies, the special editions, Phantom Menace, and that was quite a promotional push. One of my favorite things during that time, and I may have mentioned be before, but I had um, all of the Pepsi company, the Pe PepsiCo, had released the Star Wars Episode One Phantom Menace collector cans so i went crazy going around town trying to collect all those cans and collect them i did i had every one of them and it was all across the board it was pepsi it was diet pepsi it was mountain dew we got pepsi we got pepsi no coke pepsi no coke pepsi i had all of that i had them on a shelf in my apartment at the time living in canoga park which do yourself a favor don't ever live in canoga park and I was over there in that apartment with uh, three other roommates, and I had I took up a shelf in the kitchen. Uh, guys, I get well, this is big. I had to display this. They were Star Wars fans too. They understood. Uh, and there they sat for about four years. Even pa Attack of the Clones comes out, and I still have the Phantom Menace Pepsi cans on display. And then we go to move. And I'm going to take these to the new apartment. We're going to move uh, from Canoga Park to Northridge. Northridge is a lot better. And I went to pack up the cans, and at some point over the last four years, one of the cans just kind of leaked. He's shooting the cans. 
He hates these cans. The can had leaked. And it was, again, it wasn't recent. It was some point over the last four years these cans had leaked. And and uh, the shelf was this bizarre, sticky, pasty mess. Surprisingly no insects uh, attracted to it. Maybe they had been over the last four, four years and they just got tired because it was there for so long. Um, so that says a lot about me as a Star Wars fan and also uh, as a little bit of a pack rat. And maybe how I clean my apartment. Um, so I had to throw them all away. Gone. Couldn't take them with me. The four years of displaying those Pepsi Star Wars Phantom Menace cans, the glory of those four years, gone in an instant. And that, that push that push around Phantom Menace, if, if you didn't experience it as an as a adult or a young adult, um, it was it was crushing. Star Wars was everywhere. And there's a lot of crazy... Fun little th- Jar Jar Binks candy heads and 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 a lot of Anakin uh, pod racing helmets, a lot of weird things like that out there. Uh, it did continue with Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, but it definitely did not seem as big. Or maybe that was just our reaction to what we had experienced in Phantom Menace. And even though I've grown to appreciate the prequels just a little bit more over the years, you cannot deny that the crush of Phantom Menace, it broke our hearts, it was something that was very hard to comprehend. And you had all these toys. And I will admit that is part of the reason I didn't rush out on Force Friday, other than my just moral, moral objection to... Uh, forced retail events. I just didn't want a Royal Naboo guard. I didn't want the equivalent of those things, and I went into detail on it last week. Um, but again, it seems like they're they're keeping it to certain main characters this time around. But the crush of, of collecting and the memorabilia, it f- faded by Sith. Um, there was more video game tie-ins and more stuff like that. It seemed that the focus was less on little tchotchkes and things you could get up. But believe me, there's still a lot. All that to say, I'm rambling, but all that to say that this time around, Force Awakens, it is, maybe I'm just hyper aware, but it just seems that you can get just about anything in a Kylo Ren. Just why I grabbed that Kylo Ren coffee mug, because I want to definitely not, I just like the character already, like the design of Kylo Ren, still haven't heard his voice, um, but I just, I just want to have something of Kylo Ren, I, I, uh, um, but the, the things that you can buy, um, I almost, as a joke, bought the Ray Coloring Activity book. As Daisy Ridley on the cover is Ray, and it's like, it just that's all it kind of said. It was Ray Coloring Activity book, and it came with some crayons. So this is kind of cheesy fun. I'll, I'll grab this, maybe keep it at the, keep it at the office. Glad I didn't, because come to find out, I, in that coloring book, and this is a coloring book I've been talking about for a long time. Remember... Remember uh, when the when the the journey to Force Awakens began? When they they announced they're going to release all these books and comics and tie-ins and building up to the Force Awakens release, they mentioned a a coloring book that was canon, and that's been a thorn in my side for a long time. Well, apparently this, uh, if I'm mistaken, let me know. But apparently this was the coloring book, and it revealed if you purchased the Ray Coloring and Activity book. You had two characters revealed and possibly spoiled for you in the damn coloring book. The marketing of Force Awakens is all over 
the map. I love it on one sense. I love just rolling up my sleeves and diving on in to the build-up to The Force Awakens. I was uh, able to pick up two Funko Pops from The Force Awakens, thanks to Mark Donica, current host of Jedi Alliance and host of the Gimmick Podcast, a good wrestling podcast. He was able to procure me a Star Wars uh, uh, Force Awakens First Order Stormtrooper Finn. An exclusive pop from GameStop. I traded it for the IG-88. Um, and it looks great. It's awesome. And then just yesterday, I uh, stumbled into a store. Um, all right. I can't use the word stumbled into the store. I intentionally went to the store with the goal of buying a Force Awakens pop. And um, there I did. I bought a Poe Dameron and a Kylo Ren. Got me a Kylo Ren Funko Pop, and I got the Poe Dameron just because uh, I like the colorings on the the designs that they got. This black and red uh, kind of thing that Poe's got going on. I, I, I got to tell you, I really like it. It's it's different. It's similar but different. And uh, there's uh, not a lot we know about that character of Poe Dameron, except, of course, if you read a certain comic book that was released. Um, there is a little bit of a tie-in and a little bit of history to Mr. Poe, and, uh, there you go. I just said it. I just, I just said it out. I hope I didn't, I probably spoiled it for someone. Sorry, that's just the way the life is when you're recording on a Sunday afternoon because your football team is losing. Um, we get a little bit of backstory on that character, which I find interesting. Is it going to be key enough to the story that, uh, in the movie that you need to read the comic? Probably not. Um, but it's interesting that they're choosing to release the backstory of this character a little bit uh, in this comic book. It was an interesting decision, and it was uh, I, I liked it. And overall, uh, issue one of Shattered Empire, the new Marvel comic series that takes place literally at the end of Return of the Jedi, uh, it was a great first issue, off to a great start. Uh, Lando is rolling good. Uh, I still think the best number one issue from Marvel's uh, new canon comics is the Darth Vader comic. Unfortunately for me, I got a report that the Darth Vader comic series has fallen off my radar screen as one I need to read. I'm still reading it. I'm still getting it. It's on my pull list, and there it will stay. However, I have to finally admit, after eight issues in the Darth Vader comic series... Just lost it for me. Not saying it's bad. You might still enjoy it. I'd be curious to know your opinion. But for me, it has just gotten too bizarre. I don't get a lot of the characters. It's 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 Vader going around the galaxy searching for Luke and trying to uncover Imperial spies, all these kind of things. The concept is awesome. That first issue, awesome. It's got some had some spectacular moments in it overall if you haven't read the series dive in but just know it gets a little wonky and i got i'm just a little bit nervous about some of these things and i kind of lost my cool this past week on the schmoes no movie show we were talking about the news actually it's a rumor a little rumor scoop that we are putting out there that uh, the end of force awakens will contain a post credits teaser, not a post-credits scene, it can't be, but a post-credits teaser for Rogue One. I don't like that. 
I was a little grumpy Thursday, very stressed at my job, and uh, kind of took it out a little bit on air Thursday. I apologize. Um, but I don't like the idea of this teaser. I get the logic behind it, and you know what? It's probably going to be really cool, and I'll be telling you on this very show that it was really cool, and I, you all know that I'm looking forward to Rogue One. But I just I don't like the idea that they're jamming that down our throats. I don't like the idea that we have even more comics coming out of C-3PO one-shot. We'll explain where he gets his red arm in the, in the movie. This is the book that explains it. You have to buy it. Uh, we got a Chewy coming out. I think it's a short-run series. Lando came out. Lando's going great. But again... You, you're, you're, you're overextending a little bit. And they've, they've hired a ton of writers to do this stuff. And Shattered Empire is great. Greg Rucka is writing it. He's also writing uh, writes another series I love called Lazarus. It's a great comic series. You should check that out. Um, it, Shattered Empire is great. It is, it is what I wanted it to be. And um, it, it, it doesn't focus on the main characters. And I'll come back to that a little bit, but um, it it does it does it just it's full of action, intrigue, and revelations, and I uh, I I enjoyed it quite a lot. Um, it doesn't focus on the main characters as of yet, though Han is in it, uh, Luke speaks in it at least in this one, which means they'll be in there. I also started reading, finally. I was able to get a copy from Mr. Christian Harloff, thanks to him, a gift for me. I was able to get uh, the uh, book Aftermath. And I admittedly am not that far into it, 60, 70 pages. And I will say this, the writing is really good. It's actually an entertaining read. I do like it. However... I am baffled, baffled that the Star Wars Lucasfilm story group would put together a book that's heralded as the continuation of the story from Return of the Jedi. This is what happens after the Empire Falls. And um, you don't have Han, Luke, or Leia in this story. They're not there. Do they show up later? Sure. I'm, I'm sure at some point Luke's going to stop by and uh, get himself a, a, a coffee in the background of one of the chapters. All right. Um, but 60, 70 pages in, we, we got a little reference to Akbar. We got a reference to Mon Mothma. And Wedge, at this point, is one of the uh, focused characters. No Han, no Luke, no Leia. What made Timothy Zahn's Heir to the Empire so good and so feel like an official, at the time it was, official continuation of the Star Wars story is that it focused on the characters that were at the center of that story. The Force Awakens can focus on other characters. It's 30 years after, but it's got Han, Luke, and Leia in it. All right, Shattered Empire is going to focus on other people. It's introducing new characters. But it does have Han in it. It does have Luke. It does have Leia. I am puzzled that they made this decision. At least at this point, it could change in the book to not focus on the characters that we know and love that are the center of this story. Aftermath takes place like mere months after the end of Return of the Jedi. And it's got some fascinating stuff in it. And it is very well written. It is an entertaining read. I, I, I am enjoying it. I'm just puzzled 
puzzled. I'd love an explanation. Because in my mind right now, Heir to the Empire is more the official continuation than Aftermath. That's just what I gotta say here, alone in my room. Telling it like it is. I, by the I hate people who just tell it like it is. I'm just offering an opinion. If you tell it like it is, that means you're kind of a jerk. I'm kind of being a jerk. I had a rough week, and the joy of Star Wars is still there, but I just kind of looked on the great landscape of Star Wars, of the marketing right now, while I'm drinking out of my Kylo Ren coffee mug, and I'm thinking, this just might be too much. We might be in over our heads with with the marketing. It's <laughs> it's everywhere. And, and, and that's what the teaser at the end of Force Awakens of Rogue One kind of did to me. Is it just was like, this is, stop. Stop. I just want to watch this movie and gear up for Rogue One. And others will say, Mr. Holoff, one of them, that, hey, look, not everyone in middle America, which is a dismissive term that I hate, but you know what I mean. Uh, not everyone in middle America, not, not everyone outside the bounds of, of passion fandom, Understand that there is even a movie called Rogue One coming out or, or what it might be about or what it is. And you know what? That is a 100% accurate statement. I know friends of mine who are like, did you you hear that they got a new Star Wars coming out in December? Yep. Where have you been since 2012? But awesome. So those people are even going to less know what, um, what uh, Rogue One is. So I get it. This is a marketing opportunity. But for me... It just reeks of one many big, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Sorry, I'm stumbling today because I just, I'm trying to get my words out. I'm trying to use my speaking words to explain why I will probably enjoy the teaser trailer. I just don't want it to be there. I think I'm probably wrong. So let's go quickly and answer uh, some questions. Spotlight Star Wars is the hashtag. Hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. Do that on Twitter. Follow me at Ken Knapsack, and then maybe we can converse. Like me and Tanner Wood. Dr. Brett Zero Batman on Twitter says, Love the show. Thank you, Tanner. Do you think there will be a big capitalized lightsaber battle in The Force Awakens? Who's good enough to take on Kylo Ren? Maybe Luke? Hashtag Spotlight Star Wars Tanner. I think there absolutely will be a big lightsaber battle in The Force Awakens. They're definitely teasing that. And I think it wouldn't be a grand Star Wars movie without it. Rogue One might not have lightsabers, which I like. But this one is part of the main thread, the trilogy. And we need ourselves a big lightsaber battle. I think it's possible that Luke could take him on, but I think... And we see uh, what's coming possibly in the thanks to the Instagram teaser trailer released a couple weeks ago. But if it's Ren versus Boyega, here's my thought. I don't think this is the movie that they will be having a big knockdown, drag-out lightsaber battle. I think it might be Kylo Ren and someone else. So maybe Luke is a good, good question. Um, maybe it's Kylo and some other Knights of Ren. Who knows? But I definitely think we'll see a lightsaber battle. But the big one that maybe you're talking about, the big emotional fight, might not happen till later. I can't imagine, and this is just pure speculation, 
I can't imagine that Boyega will be ready to fight Kylo Ren at this time. Jessica Beardsley writes in again at Jess R. Beardsley. Spotlight Star Wars just started Dark Disciple. Liking it so far. What did you think? I actually really loved Dark Disciple. Um, I uh, I really did like it. The writing was, writing was, was, great. was great. It was crisp. You could definitely tell that it was... Um, you could definitely t- tell that... Uh, uh, it was taken from treatments for the Clone Wars cartoon series, and that's not a bad thing. You could just tell it was not a visual. It's just you, you could just see it was uh, the source material came from uh, a television show. But uh, I really liked it. Quinlan Voss is a great and interesting character. Asajj Ventress is as well. They added a lot of complexities to that character. And it is a good book. There were some things. Uh, problems are not the, it's not the word I'd use to describe it. Just there was the romance angle in the story that at times came off um, a little unnatural for a Star Wars story. Uh, but Dark Disciples, a good, good book. Uh, I am uh, looking forward to reading that other one. What is it? Lost Stars? That is a young adult uh, Star Wars novel written by Claudia Gray and, and Harloff's raving about it. And, and he described it a little bit to me. And it sounds good. Sounds good. Rollo at Rollo97 says, hashtag Spotlight Star Wars and hashtag Knapsack Files. Do you think Luke will die in Ep 7, 8, or 9 like an Obi-Wan death in A New Hope? Uh, yeah, I absolutely do think that. Um, I actually hope it goes a little longer. I- I'd like to see uh, Luke alive and uh, running around at uh, in Episode 8. Um, but um, I think he will go. I think he has to go. It's just the way of the story. He's going to be uh, what we think is a mentor. We think. Truth be told, we don't know. Maybe he turns into the villain and he dies at the end of episode nine. That would be horrible. We don't want that. Thanks for the question, Rollo. B to the C, real jackass BC on Twitter says Spotlight Star Wars. I, for one, will not be camping out for The Force Awakens. B to the C, thank you. I will, however, buy my reserve seat ticket first day possible. Uh, yeah, and this is something after I talked about Force Friday and uh, me participating in forced retail events. I, I did kind of say that waiting in line for tickets might be a little bit of a different thing, or waiting in line to see the movie might be a little bit of a different thing. And someone did point out, I can't remember who it is right now to give them credit, that, uh, you know, uh, 2015, uh, we don't really wait in line for movie tickets as much as we did back in 1999 there, old man. Uh, We just go on the thing called the Internet. And you know what, that's a good point. I kind of forgot that. But I did have fun getting heat exhaustion and nearly heat stroke waiting for my Phantom Menace tickets in the spring of 1999. But B to the C, a real jackass BC, will not be camping out. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, it's going to be, the Internet's going to be flooded with trying to buy them tickets. Um, it's going to be interesting. You'll still have to wait at some point, I think, to get in. Waiting's fun. Uh, waiting for a movie is a little bit different than waiting in line for figures at midnight. Uh, trust me. Um, so uh, that is a quick look at all those things. If you want to join the conversation, be sure to hashtag Spotlight Star Wars and continue to subscribe, rate, and review to the Knapsack Files podcast feed, which right now is just the Spotlight Star Wars podcast feed. I say it every week. Guests coming. Guests coming. I do have it. 
I just cannot tell you how busy, pressurized, and overwhelming, in a good way, my new job is. Um, so the idea of racing home, and sometimes it takes an hour and a half to get home in this wonderful L.A. traffic, uh, racing home to sit down to do a interview with a good friend of mine, uh, tough to do. Uh, it's a tough pill to swallow right now, but I got stuff coming. I've got some gear. I got new gear coming that's going to make it a lot easier to record the Knapsack Files on the road. Right now, if you've ever heard one of those episodes of the Knapsack Files or even Spotlight Star Wars or anything, when I go on the road, uh, like I did do a Spotlight Star Wars at Anaheim Celebration, uh, Disney uh, Star Wars Celebration. Um, I take a very large, uh, what's called a war bag, uh, from, uh, the police departments. Uh, I buy war bags and I use those for gears and, um, it's huge. I got a large scale one. It's like a SWAT team level war bag. And that's what I take my gear in. Uh, that is cumbersome. That is hard. That is hard to travel with. So, uh, I've, uh, I'm attaining some equipment to make my show a little bit more mobile when I need it to be. And that's going to allow us to have, uh, more knapsack files, more Alicia Malone's film schools, um, probably some new up on, I'm always up, uh, with Alex Welsh. We need to get back to that. And then, uh, also spotlight star Wars. I'll start getting some guests in because I record this on uh, a different setup at home, which is just me and one microphone. I have like three or four different studio options here at home. So why am I telling you all this? I don't know. I'm just telling you what's coming down the pipeline because you're such good, fun, loyal friends of Spotlight Star Wars. And uh, I love talking to you about it. Again, this is a great time to be a Star Wars fan. So we will roll on and celebrate Star Wars. So uh, for Weekway, this has been Ked Napsock on Spotlight Star Wars and Napsock Files podcast feed. We'll see you next time, and may that force thing kind of always sort of remain around you. <laughs>